Alright man, it's your guy, your best friend, your boy, your homie, your confidant. The boy. Apex coming straight at you from About Nothing Nation Podcast About Nothing. It's a new episode. I'd like to welcome you all back, I guess. You know what I'm saying? This is my last episode. And if this is your first time listening, uh, I'd like to welcome you to this. I don't even know what to call it. It's a podcast about nothing, though, so, you know. Um, yeah, so I just want to give a quick shout-out to um, the uh, the Unfamous Podcast. Uh, we're trying to plan something right now. We're planning something. I, I'm, I'm, we're trying to plan this collaboration out. Um, so I'll probably, I will be traveling to Charlotte to record. So I don't know if you're a listener and you're in Charlotte, hit me up. I don't know. I'll probably be asleep though, to be honest. I'll probably just be sleeping. Like next month is going to be kind of busy for me. But, um, yeah, yeah. So I'll be in Charlotte in September. To record with uh, the Unfamous Podcast, so make sure y'all, y'all, I'm, I'm gonna keep y'all up to date. You know what I'm saying? When the uh, when the episode will drop, I'm gonna keep y'all up to date on that. And um, yeah, shout out to Late Chosen Hot Sauce, Osita Brand, uh, two upstart companies that I look forward to working with uh, a lot more in depth with. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. Make sure you go follow them on. On Instagram, make sure you go follow the Unfamous Podcast as well. It's um, the Unfamous Podcast. Podcast is spelt with a K instead of a C. All one word on Instagram. Osita Brand, O S I T A Brand. All one word on Instagram. And then Lechosas Hot Sauce, L E C H O S A S Hot Sauce. All one word. And go shop on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Um. Trying to think, is there what else is there for me to? Yeah, so yeah, I'm planning that collaboration with uh, the Unfamous Podcast. I'm really excited about it because we've been we've been trying to work something out for the longest of time. Not that long, just, you know, since earlier this year, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's finally going to come into uh, fruition. It's finally going to happen. Finally. You know, shout out to them. Uh, trying to build up some uh, rapport with a lot of podcasters out here. You know, um, what else? What else? What else? I think that's it. I think that's it for the intro. I think. Yeah, I think that's it for the intro. Now, I'm, I'm ready to get into exactly what this episode is going to be. Now, if you see the title of this episode then you know so you, you're in for a ride basically you're you're in for a ride um i got some things that i, I kind of want to talk about because there's some things that happened within like the last like 24 hours so i i, I kind of want to talk about it my mind has been racing my mind has been everywhere and i thought that this episode was going to be about something but then something else happened today and i was like oh well i might as well talk about that too so uh if this is your first time listening, I promise I'm a bit more. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I, I, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't plan. I don't. I don't outline things well. I kind of just. If this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm gonna talk about. 
Now, I usually have one topic per episode, but this is just one of those episodes where there's going to be multiple topics. But uh, strap in. Not not strap on, but strap in. And strap up. But for this, strap in. About nothing nation. Let me get your attention before I let this episode finish and tell you all about what occasion. What occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin, my family, Tamara. Now, you can go follow What Occasion on Instagram at What Occasion, all one word. If you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a King Sierra, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas, make sure you go with What Occasion. Because no matter what the occasion, go with What Occasion. Alright, so I'm going to speak on what I saw this morning, right? Um... It, 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 it. Alright, so XXL decided to drop The freestyles, right? They could have kept that in the pocket But that's, that's We're gonna move on from that There was only two people I was looking forward to hearing mm. Wait, hold on. hold on Hold on, hold on Let me look at let me look at who's on the double XL cover. Hold on. Double XL. Let me see. Who's. No. 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 Uh, who, who's on this year? Hold on. Okay, cool, 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 There's three people on here that I reckon... Four people on here that I recognize. Four people, right? Uh, Corday, Megan, baby, and Blueface. I've given all four people a shot. YB and Corday is the only one that impresses me. Like, I feel like I said this before, and I know I did. On my episode, Under the Sun, I talked about that song, Under the Sun, with J. Cole, Luke, and the baby on it. And I was like, hey, you know, at first, the baby and Cole was kind of, I ain't know who had. No, it, it, it was J. Cole. I listened to the cypher. Yeah, again, the baby doesn't impress me. He, he does not impress me. He raps with the same cadence in everything that he does. He raps with the same cadence. Listen to every every time he raps, not on every song that he has on his album. Whenever he raps, he raps with the same cadence. And then on top of that, it's like uh, you can rhyme, but you can't rap. Like, you're not rapping about anything. You're not rhyming about anything. You're just, you're rhyming. And it's real Dr. Seuss ABC rap. ABC, one, two, three. It's real, that's kind of the, that, 
like people say he rap rap. I'm, I'm listening to the song. Like, all right, he impressed me on Under the Sun. He impressed me. That was his best verse to date. Yes, he rapped with the same cadence. But that was his best verse to date. So I listened to the cipher. Like, all right, you know, he's really this is the coming of age part of his career. I'm listening. I'm like, nope. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm, I'm not impressed at all. Like, I'm just not. I'm not impressed by him. I'm not impressed. But Meg the Stallion, oh my God. Like, what? I And like, y'all trying to do this, and I, and I know I said this before as well. Y'all doing this whole, well, there's not a lot of women in hip hop. There's more guys in hip hop. So why we gotta, why can't we just champion all the women? But yet y'all want equality. Which one is it? Do you want to get a pass because you're a woman? Or do you want to be treated as equal and seen on the same playing field as the men? Which one is it? Pick one. You can't ask for special treatment and yet be asked, be asked, be treated like everybody else. You can't do it. It's one or the other. Not a lot of women in hip hop. Why we gotta put them against one another? Because we put the men against one another. Now we can put the women against the women against the men. We can do that. Like Mag the Stallion is rapping wise, rhyme like lyricism wise. She's she's a C minus for me, dog. She's below average to me. As far as lyricism. She can formulate a track really well. She can put a track together really well. But lyricism goes? Come on. Like, who are y'all even... Com- like, I don't even know who y'all comparing her to. And, like... Because I know Cardi doesn't write her own stuff. But who's ever writing for Cardi... That's lyrics. She be barring you down. Cardi will bar you down, for real. Now, I know she's not writing on stuff like I said. But with her songs, with her tracks, she's it's barring you down. Meg doesn't do that. And maybe it's a Houston thing, because I know she's from Texas. But she has that Houston flow to her. Like the Bun B, um, the Bun B and Pimp C type flow. Like she has that type of flow to her. And she said she was a huge fan of 3-6 Mafia, which is, you never hear that. You never hear that. But at the same time, you know, she's from the South. So I'm like, all right, I respect it. I grew up in Memphis as a child. Like I, I spent some, some, um, some years, my childhood years in Memphis. 3-6 Mafia was a big deal back when I was in, like, the fifth grade, sixth grade. They were a big deal back then, especially in Memphis because, you know, they're from there. But I'm not impressed. Like, her rhyming is real deal, will, then, when, see. B, like, it's Dr. Susie. It's too Dr. Susie for me. It's one fish, blue fish, 
is is one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Like it's two Dr. Susie. It's elementary. It's nursery rhyming. You used to get killed for that. Back when lyricism was taken seriously. It's nursery rhymes. You used to get killed for that. Now, there was a time and a period back in like 2013, 2012, 2014, 2015, where everybody was singing, like Young Thug, and then Uzi, and then Wayne, like Lil Wayne started singing and whatever the, I don't know what that is. He started doing that too. So there used to come, so, and who else? Oh, no, I can't think of it. And then Drake was doing what Drake does, still does it. So there was no, it was like hip hop became a hood or more hood R&B. Like everybody using auto tune, everybody is harmonizing in their in their quote unquote raps. So people are starting to rap again, but the lyricism still isn't there. Like the lyricism still isn't there. It's still not. Like Shout out to YBN Corday. He's a lyricist. Like, I, I give him credit for that. Like, he kicks lyrics. He's a lyricist. He brings the lyricism. He brings that. He does the storytelling. Like, I, I mess with it. He's young. He's like 19 or, yeah, he's like 19 or 20. Like, he brings the lyricism. I don't even think he's 20. I think kid might be like 18 or 19 years old. Like, he brings the lyricism. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. But the baby and Meg the Stallion, who I feel like were the the main eventers of the double XL cover. You're not and I guess Blueface, I guess Blueface? I don't know. And then Blueface is gonna get on uh the Breakfast Club. First of all, no, I'm, I'm gonna get to the Breakfast Club a little later. Blueface was on Breakfast Club this morning or yesterday. I don't know. Talking about, you know, because the WSL cover and the ciphers and all that stuff is out. And he's like, you know, I came out in like 2017 or whatever or 2018, whenever Dude came out. And he was like, I'm the best lyricist of this time from 17 to present day. And I'm like, dog. What? You can't even rap on beat, fam. You can't even rap on beat. But you talk about you bring in lyricism? Are you out of your mind? People, see, and here's the problem with you 23, 24-year-olds. Y'all that were born after 95. Just because you can make a dope song doesn't make you a lyricist, dog. That doesn't make you a lyricist just because you can make a song that gets played everywhere. You're not a lyricist. Y'all are confusing dope songs 
with being a lyricist. Nelly made dope songs. Nelly was not a lyricist. Oh, buggy, man. I can't stand people born after 95, for real. Mm. 95. No, if you were born after 94, like if today, today's date, July 23rd or something, 22nd, If if you're not 25 years old right now, your opinion is kind of like listening to an 11-year-old. Like, oh, the baby is tight. May the stallion be snapping. What? No, 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 stop it. Stop. You don't know hip-hop. You don't know hip-hop. Because y'all are in a place where it's hip pop it's not hip hop it's hip hop hip pop I grew up with hip hop there's a difference lyricism was how you got over now you just need a dope beat and a hook that is it and it's been like that for like a decade and I'm sick of it like I'm at a point right now where it's like alright if Drake not dropping something if Wale isn't dropping anything, if Kendrick doesn't come out with something, or if Cole doesn't do something, or if Boss doesn't do something, I'm probably just listening to stuff from 6, 7, 12 years ago. Oh, man. And then you got these 16 and 17-year-olds coming out now. Stay in school. Y'all don't even have the, the vast vocabulary to rap in the first place. Stay in school. Learn something. Yeah. Anybody can just pick up a pen and get a microphone and rent out a studio for 30 minutes and lay out three. And that's another problem. These people are coming out with songs every hour. They're recording six, seven songs in a day. They're not taking out the time to write anything. I honestly believe that a lot of these people just get in the booth and just start talking over the beat. I promise that that's what they're doing. Ugh. Like, I, may, may, maybe because people are starting to care about rapping more. Like, everyone isn't trying to harmonize and throw on auto-tune as much. I'm starting to see it go away. So maybe, maybe hip hop will make a comeback. Maybe. You know, what goes around comes around. History repeats itself. So maybe we will go back to that gangster rap era, era where it was NWA and, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that, maybe that era will come back, but God. I can't, no, I can't get with this. I can't get with it. Because some of these rappers, like Dreezy, right? Dreezy. She was on Revenge of the Dreamers 3. She did a song with Ari Lennox and Ty Dolla Sign and Omen. And I'm like, oh, if this is what Dreezy does, let me give it a shot. But then I was thinking, Apex, you know, you know better. You know what these rappers bring to the table. They, they, they pull you in, not y'all, but me, because I care about lyricism. Y'all don't. They pull me in with one 
dope first and not give them a shot by listening to a whole song, just them by themselves. And I'm like, I, yeah, you got me. You got me. I, I fell for the trap. I fell for it. Because y'all know I'm hungry and I'm thirsty for some lyricism. I fell for it. I fell for it. So I'm not falling for this again. I'm not falling for it. These rappers are like people out here in the world. When they show you who you who they are, you got to believe them. Yeah, they may do something cool and nice for you once, but I guarantee you they're going to go back to being their same trash self. Stop falling for it. Y'all gave that dude Blueface a platform. Now he out here making money off of something that we fell in love with. Stop giving these artists, I don't even want to call them artists because what they're making isn't art. Stop giving them chances to make money off of something that we use to fight depression sometimes. These people not even taking, making music serious. They're only doing it for a buck and y'all giving them the platform. Blueface was on The Breakfast Club Talking about he's one of the best lyrics of the last three years. Fam, go sit down. Go sit down. I'm not even going to... Look, let me get on Breakfast Club real quick. Let me get on the Breakfast Club real quick. I got something to say about them. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. You can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce again is www.lechosashotsauce.com pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you before before i, I start off allow, allow me to, to apologize because y'all probably listening to me in your in your headphones in your car radio you got the volume up i'm sitting here yelling in y'all ear allow me to apologize i apologize for raising my voice screaming or yelling my blood pressure has lowered I apologize I apologize okay are we good okay but in all seriousness well not not in all seriousness but I want to talk about the breakfast club though for real I want to talk about the breakfast club and how much they've fallen off they've fallen off or you know what let me not say they've fallen off because maybe it's just me that doesn't watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's probably just me. It might just be me that doesn't watch them anymore. I don't watch them anymore. When, when ironically enough, I still follow them on, on Twitter. And I follow Angela Yee on Instagram, but that's only because I got a crush on her. So I follow the Breakfast Club on Twitter, right? And they post that little segment of them talking to Blueface. I feel like anyway about him saying he's one of the best lyricists of the last three years bs we all know it whatever and i'm watching it 
And I'm like, like, it's become political to me. The, um, The Breakfast Club has become political to me. I feel like they gave you, an, like, they gave you a sense of, like, having Charlemagne on there gave them an edge that Hot 97 didn't have. And now I feel like they've taken over Hot 97. And, you know, I, this is how I feel about some people, and this is how I feel about some things. When the drip runs dry, sometimes you can get so big so popular to the point where the hunger isn't there and now you're no longer in competition to anyone now now you're no longer in competition with anyone now you're everyone's inspiration instead of being someone's competition you're everyone's inspiration when you cross that threshold you lose your edge because now you no longer have to separate yourself from anyone because now everyone is copying you and when you get to that point, you have to find another niche to, to tap into to further separate yourself from everyone else. Instead of just looking at everyone like, oh, these are my kids. These are my sons. I taught y'all. Y'all copying me. Like what Nicki Minaj did. She's going around calling all these female rappers her sons to the point that they started copying her. And she started to blend in with the female rappers that she kind of helped bring in. Now, she's trying to separate herself, but now it's a Hail Mary attempt. And now, she's looking like, uh, she's she's seen as a hater that that preaches women needs to come together, but yet she's the first woman to knock other women down. I'm not going to get on that. I'm not going to get on that. I'm not going to get on that. So, I feel like the Breakfast Club, for me, they've reach that point of who are we competing against so I tune into the Joe Budden podcast a lot and I feel like they give me that same feel that the Breakfast Club gave except better they're funny all three of them are funny like they all the three of them the four of them actually because Parks is the four of them bring a, a different the four of them contribute to the podcast in four different ways. Whereas the Breakfast Club is kind of Angela Yee is the mom. DJ Envy sometimes play off of Charlemagne, and then Charlemagne is the one that gets on everyone's nerves. It's been the same thing for the last decade. Let me not say decade. For the last seven, eight years, it's been the same thing. It's been the same formula. So now people are trying to copy that formula. But when the Joe Bun podcast kicks, like, begins to really, really pick up steam, like, the ball is rolling. But when they really start to pick up steam, people are going to fall off of the Breakfast Club completely and go to them. Because one thing that the Breakfast Club does that the Joe Bun podcast doesn't is have guests consistently. Joe Bun podcast will have a guest probably once every two months. And one of those guests, every two months, they may call on the phone and talk to him for about 15 minutes and then leave it at that. Um, but you can kind of do that when it's four of y'all. Like, eh, we don't really need a guest. And all four of us bring 
a different element to the game. Whereas the Preface Club, they kind of got to bring in the guests. Because, let's face it, like, if it's just the three of them talking and then songs play and then they're back talking again just amongst the three of them, that gets boring. That'll get boring because it's just the three of them. That'll get boring. Those three can't do that. They, they, they can't do that. Um, yeah, so maybe it's just me, but I feel like the Breakfast Club has fallen off. It's not what it used to be five years ago. It really isn't. Five, six years ago, it's, it's not the same. Um, and I feel like Charlemagne has reached that point of, you know, a certain popularity of where he's like, a certain popularity of where he's like, you know, hey, I'm executive producer of all these MTV2 shows that gets canceled over time. I'm an executive producer for some of these VH1 shows that never make it past one season. And then I'm on the most syndicated radio show. I hate when they say that. Like, when you feel like you got to flex like that, fam, that's how you know you're grasping at straws. If you have to consistently throw your number in people's faces, like, throw your numbers in people's faces. The content is boring. It's trash now. But, like I said, man, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. But I just had to get a quick rant off about the Breakfast Club, for real. I just had to get a quick rant off. All right, so I was really debating about if I wanted to talk about this or not. I probably will. You know, why not? This episode is going to be a bit longer. I actually want to start making, like, 45-minute episodes, go up from 30 minutes to about 45 now. But, um... If this this is a quick, quick, quick relationship talk, real quick, you know what I'm saying? If well, it's not even relationship talk. This is for the people who may be single right now. Okay, you just got out of a breakup and you need to heal. Never go backwards. If you've been there, that means you've done that. So move on. Never go backwards. Never go backwards. If that, especially if that person was the person that, that broke your heart, never, ever go back. Never, ever. Because you kind of have to just... Because, like, sometimes you can look at a person and then they can get into a relationship with someone else and their relationship looks perfect. They're getting along. They love each other. They... Ah, you're so sweet. And you're thinking to yourself, why couldn't you be like that with me? Everything would have been great. The reason why they weren't like that with you because y'all just weren't meant to be together. That's just it. It's not necessarily there was something wrong with them. It doesn't mean that there was something wrong with you. It's just there was something wrong with one and one becoming two. There was something wrong with the both of y'all together. Individually, you're fine. But as a tandem, nah. And sometimes you can have this outlook like everything will be great if this person just acted the right way. 
but they're acting their way. Their way doesn't meet yours. Y'all gonna clash. Y'all gonna bump heads at all times. Move on. Never go backwards. Never go backwards. Never. Never go back. It made me think about, like, I saw, I saw this like a boomerang. I see it like a boomerang. A boomerang that smacks you in the face. Now pay, now pay attention. You know, what goes around comes around, right? Also, history repeats itself. I said that earlier in this episode, but now I'm pertaining it to this. History will always repeat itself. One thing that someone has done to you, they will do again. They will do that again. History repeats itself. Now, I'm not saying what they do to you, they'll do to everybody. But what they have done to you, they will do to you again. That's my testimony. I can stand on that. I've been through that. There's things that girls have done to me that I have over that I have forgiven and that I have forgotten. But then they do it again. And then it reminds me. Never go backwards. Always move forward. And see, it's like this. I'm going to get to my boomerang. And, um, um, I'm going to get to my my boomerang analogy in a second. You have to always move forward because that's what life is. Life doesn't go back to yesterday, go back to three days ago. It's always tomorrow with with life. It's always tomorrow. So why are you still in yesterday? Now, look, with boomerangs, right? With boomerangs, it's like a boomerang that smacks you in the face. And, you know, when you throw a boomerang, what goes around, comes around, comes back to you, right? Throw the boomerang. It smacks you in the face. Pick up the boomerang, you throw the boomerang again, it'll come back around, it'll smack you in the face again. When will you learn to throw the boomerang and then duck? Like, when would that happen? Because I used to feel like, you know, if you really love something, you got to let it go. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. But what if that thing comes back to you? And hurts you again. And it reminds you why you let it go in the first place. Never move backwards. Understand that the way people, someone treats you, that's how they're going to treat you. That's just it. That's it. That's all there is to it. There's no science. It's common knowledge. It's logic. Science is learned. And you know what? Life is learned. Life is science. Because you don't just wake up one morning and get life. You have to experience it. You got to understand it. You got to go through it. Like, I look at it like this. I've had my last heartbreak. I'm not saying I've had my last relationship. Because let's face it. Let's face it. Like, when I'm single, usually there's a woman that comes along within two months. That's how it's been. I don't want to say for my whole life, but about half of my life, that's how it's been. When I break up with someone, two months later, somebody comes, someone else comes along. 
That's usually how it's been. Now, I'm not saying girls are like buses or I'm not saying like, oh, I'm a player. It's nothing like that. It's just there are so many people in the world for me to just be hung up on one heartbreak. You can't. That's what I'm saying. I've had my last heartbreak, but I haven't had my last relationship, but it's not my last heartbreak. It's like, all right, it is what it is. You got to just move on. You got to just move on from that. I've been trying to beat it into everyone's head that you can't allow past situations to make you bitter. I allowed past situations to make me bitter. And I can't. I gave, I was giving my son a a bath a couple weeks ago. And he was like, he was like, Dad, do you have any friends? And I was like, nah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really have any friends, you know? Like, I don't really have any friends or whatever. And he was like, you do have a friend. And I was like, nah, nah, man, nah, nah, I don't have any friends. Like, you know, I was like, nah, I don't have any friends. Like, I was trying to explain to him. I was trying to explain to him, my bad, y'all, a truck, a truck just drove past. I was trying to explain to him that sometimes life happens and situations change. And he got sad for a little bit. But then he was like, Dad, that's okay. Because you'll meet more friends. And I'll be your friend. And I was like, Dude, you're right. You are absolutely right. New days brings new possibilities. New opportunities. You're right. We'll make new friends. He's right. And he is my best friend. He tells the truth. He told the truth right there. And, and like, I say that for everyone listening. And, and maybe you're the person that hurt someone or broke someone's heart and it's kind of funny with people like that because they're able to just go on with their lives while you wallow and suffer in your pain wondering what what went wrong meanwhile they can just wake up the next morning oh i'm glad that's over got that off my chest why is it that the people that hurt others can just be fine like they can just be fine like they have no conscience you know what i'm saying Don't let them win. Because when you hold on to it, they go on with their lives. You're giving them all the power. It's funny how people can tell you how they've been hurt by others. And then they turn around and hurt you the same exact way. And then when it's all said and done and they leave you, they can just, ah, I feel better. I feel refreshed. Because now they've, they've, they've hurt someone the way that they've been hurt. And now you're left hurting. Don't be like them. Don't become bitter. Just be better. Learn from situations that you've been in. That's what life is, I feel like. That's what life is about. Don't be bitter, be better. Is that my new sign-off? That's my new sign-off. Yes, I found it. Found my new sign-off.
Alright everybody, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. And until the next time, don't be bitter, be better. Peace.